everybody. Welcome back to a second episode of Iron City Live, reviewing our 5th edition D&D campaign. Um, back with Miku and Kat. Welcome, guys. Good to have you on. Good to be here. Yep, same. All right, so um, anything new going on with you guys over the last couple of weeks? Nothing new at the moment. Yeah. All kind of holding power. Same, same stuff. So um, we just wrapped up a another session of our fifth edition game. Um, so you want to give us a quick recap of uh, what happened, Miku? Uh, they completed my pyramid dungeon uh, in the non-violent way. Uh, I was worried it was going to go violent at one point, and then uh, that turned around. And then they uh, hatched a baby silver dragon that may be the savior of the universe. Yeah, so um, when we went into the uh, boss level, uh, I actually thought that was going to be a fight. And uh, we ended up just uh, talking it out with them. So, um, And they even helped us get to where we needed to take that silver dragon egg. So I think it was just about as good an outcome as we could have had. What do you think, Kat? Yeah, it, um, I didn't know what to expect. It certainly was a surprise at first because when we last left off, the place was empty. And then now when we started today, the place had people in it. So I was just like, okay, I don't really know what to expect now anymore. Yeah, so um, the reason, though, was because we got torn up in our last encounter and uh, everybody was out of spells and hurt. So we ended up doing a long rest. And then when we came back, it was like um, it was office hours again so everybody was back in the office yeah uh i i was like the time dilation thing was was pretty funny to play with i honestly expected that to end up in a fight a bit uh i had everything in there was that you could have fought it all uh you could have fought all the way down to like see the abyss that was the problem and had the realization that the gem was a lie at the abyss, but we didn't. We didn't go to the abyss. We didn't see the place where the aliens come from. No, no we talked it out like sensible adults. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that was a disappointment to um, the gnome that hired us that he wasn't getting his giant ass gem. Yeah, he's he he bet his career on that gem being worth something. It turns out that gem is a black hole. Who uh, could have guessed? So oh, Effie could have guessed. Uh, yeah, she. So yeah, the Effie's uh, book that links her to her patron. Um, yep. That it kind of uh, foreshadowed what it looked like while we were standing outside, but Effie didn't share the information with the group. So we all went into this not knowing what she kind of knew. Mm-hmm. And um, and it happened far enough ago that she probably didn't remember. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, it's been several months since we were on the outside of the pyramid. Yeah. Real time. Uh, game time, it's only been, you know, a couple of days or whatever. Mm, give or take. Uh, yeah, well, we don't know what the time dilation's been, so. Okay. Um, so... Your then your expectations were that we were actually going to fight through this. I I expected that 
hotter heads would prevail. And that certain people would be unable to help themselves just smashing and grabbing. What, uh, would that, uh, would those people that you were talking about, um, have been, uh, dragonborn druids by any chance? Uh, the dragonborn druid and the, <laughs> you know, the cat who's on the call that's a fan of shiny things. Yeah, that's, that's true. I get, yeah, I didn't think about Sky. Um, because Sky was the first one to suggest, oh, well, we could just, you know, kill them. And then everyone was like, mm, well, what the, we could just, they might not be dangerous. Yeah. They... And then Sky came around to that thinking, and then they were very not dangerous. Yeah, the my whole plan kind of changed when there was people there. Yeah, um, that well. So my thinking was that we were still going to have to do a smash and grab. So I was trying to kind of coax everyone to um, go through the portal, move away from the portal to draw everyone's attention, and then have Sky jump through and uh, grab all of the uh, portal gems that we needed. But um, then we found out about the time dilation and uh, the office environment that we went to was, uh, you know, an hour was like a thousand years uh, where in the pyramid. So that wasn't going to work out. <laughs> Think how much data that admin section is having to deal with. They're getting all that, all those lines from the, uh, the zombies upstairs all copy down there in time sync. So they're getting like a thousand years worth of info from those zombies about what was in that room every hour or two. Yeah, that sounds about like my job for real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was also you were you were like, who is the picture of the of the big of the big boss guy? That was a picture of Chris Perkins, head of creative of D and D. Oh, okay. Yeah. That I had just chosen to use. <laughs> um, so my, my initial plan when I built this, this is a, a thing I had for a while. My initial plan was like, you were just going to end up in the D and D offices, but I thought that was maybe a bit cliched. So like right in TSR's office. Yeah. Or, you'd have been the, in the wizards, of wizards yeah. in Seattle. Yeah. I keep forgetting wizards bottom out. Yeah, you'd be in the Wizards of the Coast offices in Seattle, just like, and everything you'd be doing would have been an adventure module that they were in the process of writing or whatever. Um, so that's one thought. So, Kat, what did you think was the um, the most notable thing about what we just did from the, just this last session? Probably the biggest thing we did was hatch that silver dragon egg and bring it to the celestial plane. Um, that's probably the most notable thing for me. Yeah, for sure. So, um, once we made nice with all the people in the office, we were able to get the, the gem that we needed to portal us to, uh, basically the seven heavens and, uh, or the what, seven mountains of something. Seven mountains of Celestia. Yeah, Celestia. So, um, and once we were there, uh, alignment mattered. Uh, so, uh, Keelan and, uh, Effie are lawful good. So, um, we had 
like double movement, uh, didn't get tired, ended up carrying the other two because their movement was slowed, even though they're, they're good aligned. One is neutral good, one chaotic good. And um, so we ended up uh, carrying Sky and Draven uh, to the mountain that we needed to leave the egg with Bahamut. And, um, yeah, it took a hot minute, but the egg hatched just as we were handing it over. So we actually got to see the silver dragon come out. That was pretty cool. Um, the, um, uh, the really neat part for me was that, um, as a, uh, priestess of a lawful good deity, I also, uh, acted as five levels over my actual level. So I was running around with the level, the powers of a 13th level cleric. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. You, you got supercharged by being very close to your God. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree. The, um, the stuff that we did in the, I mean, we found out some useful information while we were at the pyramid, but it was the, the time that we spent on, uh, in the seven heavens. that was pretty, that I thought was the most significant. I'm not sure how you do like a, a best play of this game because in a lot of cases it was there wasn't a lot of things that are memorable for that because usually they count as being like they're usually like combat encounters. Uh, uh, yeah, but uh, I'm on the wishing for a, a gift for the crone and rolling a 98 so that Draven tripped over a fancy celestial teapot. Yeah, is... that was pretty good. Uh, so, uh, it was, Sky, uh, no, Sky got something as well, right? Um, I got yep. candy for my half-siblings. Yeah. Yeah, but they're probably not little anymore. <laughs> if We're yeah. going to find out in the next session. Yeah, and, cause... you know, it could have just been a time dilation. It, honestly, where we went might have been normal time for... Um, for Sigil because uh, there was probably time dilation between the pyramid and Sigil too. So, or it could have made, made it twice as bad. We don't know yet because uh, we it, just got back. I would like to admit to you that I haven't fully decided how long it's actually been, and that was one of the reasons I ended the session there. Um, I have I have three different things written down for different times, and, and I haven't decided which it is yet. So, is one of those things that you've written down because this actually struck me, um, and I didn't say anything to anybody else. Is one of the things that you wrote down that we actually went back in time? Uh it is. It yeah. is one of those things. I was wondering. Mm. One of those things is you arriving at the house and it being still shuttered because you're not in Sigil yet. Yes, that is one of the things. Okay. Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> um, so, uh, so this is, uh, so play, play of the game. Yeah. So it was cool that when we found out that, you know, the plane basically just provided anything you needed and then, um, Draven, Rorse Druid started wishing for a souvenir for the crone and, um, like you said, came across that crystal teapot. Do we know what it does? No. Okay. It currently just looks like a very fancy piece of, uh, of, uh, like tea of a tea set that you didn't get the rest of. Well, pretty cool. Um, so uh, that was cool, but I will say this, 
he also bothered um, Roar had his druids scoop up some of the earth from the celestial plane. And I think, I mean, if I know Roar at all, he has plans for that. It, it yep. wasn't just a um, off-the-cuff thing. So um, I'm anxious I'm, to see I'm, what he's got going on for that. That's what I'm calling my, my play of the game. Fair, fair. How about you, Kat? Um, I, I don't know, honestly, because, you know, play of the games are, like we said, typically for, like, combat encounters this was more rp heavy so you know there's there's not much i can think of that was like super significant other than like the dragon egg hatching all right so um so who do we award best role play to i know who i would say who do you guys think i'm I'm going to say Keelan, which is you, Wind. Because uh, you you wanted to go to the Celestial Plane, you got to do that, you kind of were like leading the party, and then you even had the idea to even talk to your deity in the Celestial Plane, which not any of us could have done, so there wasn't really much for us to like RP, and then you really took it a step further with that, in my opinion. Alright. I I think I was going to go with uh, Draven in a lot of ways for similar for for similar reasons, but like having acted out things that he could only do in that area. Yeah. But yeah, I, I and also acting out just how much his character had become protective of the the egg as well. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's uh, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna give the award to Draven. Um, it it probably wouldn't have been enough just for him to be a pain in Effie's rear rear end. Um, but, uh, yeah, when we actually, because, so Draven's not even lawful good, and we knew that the egg was, but he wouldn't even let Keelan carry it. Uh, he was he was on it, like he owned it. And then even handing it over to the people that we were seeking out to take care of it, I mean, he was very reluctant to give it up and, so I thought that was really great. And to think he got that egg through a random chance meeting with a small dragonborn girl being chased by dragon cultists. Who knows where that possibly could have gone? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like to see if we can't uh, uh, find that girl and let her know uh, what happened, but that's uh, that could be probably be quite a task. Mm-hmm. So... Um, all possibility of what you can try and do if you're interested okay so uh session mvp yeah once again this kind of lends itself for combat but yeah i i don't think you can give it out in these sort of sessions to yeah. be honest. there wasn't really like um, everybody like contributed so i i would have had a really really rough time um figuring between um effie and sky from last time because uh, i think sky got it just because of the uh, silvery barbs that that allowed effie's finger of death to uh, win the day for us yeah it's it's the 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 finger the finger of death doesn't do anything without the silvery barbs changing that result yeah and uh, and honestly if it hadn't been for that 
Um, I mean, it took both of them, but if it hadn't been for that huge glut of damage, we probably would have lost that fight. Yep. That could have been a total party kill. My session MVP is going to be Miku, which is our DM for giving us such a great story to follow. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was great. Um, I, this was, uh, we had, while we were inside, uh, this pyramid, we had puzzles to solve and we had, uh, you know, uh, definitely some, uh, harrowing fights to get through. So, uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun and I thought it was, uh, very well balanced to our, our character's abilities. I mean, the, the things that were supposed to be tough to kill really were, and, uh, some of the puzzles weren't just readily obvious. So yeah, I'll go along with that. I, I am very, I found it very interesting that your, your guys reaction to the point where they're like, wait, 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 the, the traps were on shit. (laughs) So, uh, and, and that, that reference was that if, um, the evil things that they were guarding against actually got loose. Then the, uh, the traps in the pyramid would come alive and, uh, we were seeing some of that. So that uh, made the office workers very displeased. Okay. So, um, we are to, uh, Miku's section of ask the DM. Um, Kat, you said you had a question for Miku. Uh, yes. Um, early, early, early on, we were all given like magical items slash a dream. And my dream was that I saw, um, I saw my father and he told me that I can free a bunch of slaves and all that other stuff. There's some other stuff in there, like keeping my new family safe. I know what that is now. And I saw ruins of an old civilization. Like, what is... I I don't know if, like, all of this is going to slowly come together and I'll figure it out at some point, but I can't piece it all together. Well, you've done the slave thing. Okay. And you've, you know what the family is. And the ruins of a, of a civilization... Uh, might not have happened yet. No, I was kind of hoping the current quest we're on was going to solve that because it was about an ancient civilization. It but is, it... But it isn't maybe the ancient civilization you saw. Because that looked more like a raised to the ground thing, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I thought of my specific note for that available, but yes, you... You solved the first part when you uh, it will it wasn't so much about freeing slaves as stopping things from enslaving the entire city, which you did by stopping the mind flayers. Okay. Okay. Uh, also, if you wanted to interpret it the other way, uh, freeing the the hamsters who were slaves also plays into that, and then the other. You you worked out your your found family when you worked out that your your half siblings and were in the city. Yeah, and yeah, we'll have to wait and see what your what your civilization lost civilization that will matter to your your life is. 
and the slave thing's really important to your backstory, right? Because mm-hmm. you were enslaved, right? Yeah, my uh, my clan was raided, and I was a slave for like twenty years. Yeah. Well, I was in need. Sky is much older than Sky may appear. Yes, and that's all uh, just flavor text that. Um, you created for your own character. This wasn't something that we like adventured through or anything. No. Yep. This was all just backstory, tragic backstory for classic D and D characters. Uh, when you said you had a, 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 a question. Yeah. So, um, this, um, actually cat cat's question brought up, a, a another one for me, but the one that I actually had was, um, not, not right away, but fairly early on in our time in Sigil, we met with a, uh, I'm going to say, uh, devil, um, yep. over demon. Cause I think that, uh, alignment is probably technically lawful, off, but lawful evil. Yeah. And Te- technically it's neither a devil nor a demon because they are uh, neutral evil. Oh, okay. Uh, Oh, that actually makes me feel worse. Um, yep. <laughs> because I was, I, I always figured that, uh, we could count on their word. So, um, and that's, that's why they play out the devil part of their, uh, the atmosphere. Okay. So, uh, uh, <laughs> so the, the entity's name is it Shemeshta? Is it with a, like S H or Simeshta? S H Shemeshta. Okay. So, um, we went into their shop and the things that we were that are that the players were coveting for their characters the most at the time were conveniently in that shop and we had to do deals uh individual deals in order to acquire them if we wanted them and i think universally we all did a deal um I think Effie may not Effie have. Effie may deal. not have? Yeah, that was the only one that may not have. Um, so the uh, the thing that I was getting at, though, was most of the deals really had a, a you know, a, down, a huge downside, as you would expect. Um, for instance, Sky is, uh, has to kill someone of Shemesh's uh, choosing there's some stipulations like it can't be a party member but um basically they uh sky has to commit a murder at some point um lilith uh bow's character just was like here you can have my soul <laughs> and i was like you've got to be kidding me um but what's, up, I don't need this. what's that what's up, I don't need this here yeah <laughs> so um and then, uh, let's see, uh, Roar's character, Draven had to bring back two live illithids, uh, Mind Flayers, uh, which we actually got done. So he's actually fulfilled his portion of it. And then uh, mine was that I have this, um, uh, this magic bag sack that's uh, made out of, like, human flesh. And it's a gateway to a dimension where, like, harpies or something like that are created and um i my intention was to have it destroyed but um so my uh i guess my 
um, thing is that I cannot have it destroyed or, or allow uh, it to be destroyed or with your knowledge. Right. And, uh, I'm not allowed to like leave it with my church or on holy ground. So, um, you know, that is a, that is an evil, but, uh, I got a, a really cool, uh, set of magic armor out of it. Um, the, uh, so I guess my question is all of these downside things really though, one of them seems like there was only upside. I, it was, um, it was Roar's deal that, uh, we went after the Illithids and I mean, they're evil and taking care of that colony and the and the elder brain and that sort of thing really was a a uh, as far as Keelan's concerned a good thing and uh it's undoubtedly it was a good thing to get rid of a main flare colony you are correct right so um i my my question was how what are we missing there because there's got to be some downside to it you handed over main flares to a lawful evil millennia old creature to do with as she will oh so it wasn't the getting rid of the colony it was the handing over of the mind flayers yeah you gave her two live mind flayers to use if she will yep okay that that definitely explains it because i was trying to figure out man we i mean we went and cleared all of this out and as far as i was concerned this was all good and then yep okay so that that makes a little more sense now most of the things that you were asked to do aren't actually like very evil because uh, the the thing with um, Kat, with Sky is that she was told that the person that she is going to kill will not be good. Yes. That was the main turning point of accepting that quest is it wasn't a party member and the person was inherently evil. Yeah, it, it's the it's the whole like you have to think about this in the long game. Like there are ways to make something like there are a huge number of people who are evil who are important for places to function right sure yeah effectively like there are points where like oh i killed this politician and destabilized an entire region by like using this thing that i didn't have to break a single line of my wording for um like she's looking long game, you're all looking short game because you're not going to be alive when she's still here. Okay, well that's uh, yeah that explains it too. Um, yeah, but like the things that she does, you do might not even seem like anything evil has come out of them until well after your 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 guys are gone. Hmm. Okay. Well, that makes that makes a lot more sense. So. Um, and uh, would, it, would yeah. it be very sad if I said that uh, one of the the my initial one of my initial ideas for Cat's quest went out the window because of Bal? Oh, really? Yep. <laughs> so when was that when uh, Bal uh, changed no, the alignment? Not, not specifically that one, but there was another point where Bal's done something that has caused the character that would have been a good candidate for that. Lily, it's just no a loose cannon. Be. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. other way to say it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, it's weird to say this, but Shemeshta, who has been tricked into being madly in love with Lily, is still kind of on the like, she keeps messing up things that could be useful. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. 
Um, yeah, so uh, I know uh, Bal's work gets in the way a lot, but um, and and I will also say that uh, Lilith is the character that Keelan has the most frustration with because basically she was sent to make sure that the party you know, stayed safe and that sort of thing. And then one of her charges just says, here, have my soul. Uh, so I'm failing at job. <laughs> here, have my soul, put it in a little box. Yeah, put it on your shelf. Um, all right, so um, how about we talk about our predictions for next game? So uh, I think there's a elephant in the room, and that is the time dilation. So, Kat, what do you think is going to happen? time-wise well either nothing's really major is going to change but from the fact that we left the gnome back on in the office for a little bit and then that he was gone for a while i have a feeling that time has gone forward more than we would have liked so you know things that we had um like building the uh, the mech, or else the mercy killers will come and kill Draven. You know that might have probably come and gone, and they've been searching for us, and our house might be raided. I don't really know. So that should be taken care of because the the uh, hamsters they were taking everything apart, and then they were going to uh, make drawings, reassemble it, and then give it back. Ah, uh, your question comes to the hamster who they were meant to give it back, or were they, yeah. were they supposed to give it to Draven, who was supposed to give it back? They yeah. might have not known where you got it from. Oh. Hmm. Well, I, so, I, I hadn't even I, considered that, because I thought it was taken care of, but okay. No, I'm leaning more towards we jumped into the future, and we're going to come back to something horrible. Something, I'm assuming, like the Mercy Killers and that, and the and the the vendor has done something and, but obviously we weren't there. So we don't know what could have happened. Hmm. Well, uh, as far as the, as far as Keelan's project of doing the charity house, that should have been self-sustaining. I had enough money to get it going and then it should have been able to continue on its own. But, uh, yeah, with this, uh, with the deal with the tank, I don't have any idea. But then now you've got your thing that you said at the top of the show is like, we could have gone back in time. Yeah, that's and true. that is going to be a whole different can of worms that we got to deal with. Have I just found a way to put back my, like, six weeks worth of games that Valve <laughs> Have I done it? Oh, what no. So so if we jump back in time then uh oh man we'd have to stay out of the way so Lilith can screw it up again. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, that's so pretty far good. Back in time is like is the the rat problem still running around. Like that's the things that I'm thinking about going maybe I don't bother going back in time. Going back in time sounds like it'd be a pain in the neck. Hmm. I was yeah. having a discussion I had a discussion with another DM at one point where we were both talking about how like running like a um, Groundhog Day, and then you oh. realize there is no possible way I am putting in the effort to run Groundhog Day. So the the one the one 
big advantage if we did happen to slip back if we had to go through all these events again is that we're going to be tackling these events at a significantly higher level than we started them with yeah the other one was think about it this way you'd be tackling them knowing where they are what's there with a massive amount of advantage the one issue is like creating time paradoxes is a problem yeah that's that's what i was thinking is like maybe if we do go back in time we just don't fuck with anything like we just let our past selves deal with it because we know we've dealt with it before we just kind of let it happen again you know imagine you go back in time and you solve the mind flare problem before the crone calls you guys into into signal and then you're like never called to signal and then it's like you put out of existence in a logical fallacy and none of this actually happened oh man um yeah that would be pretty bad uh, so my actual prediction is that we will have slipped forward maybe a couple of years, um, or at least long enough to cause us problems like cats saying, um, you know, past the, the, the window where, uh, things were supposed to be due and weren't done. That's my prediction. I'm looking forward to next session. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm looking forward to deciding which of my three options I go with. <laughs> uh, so anything that we need to cover as far as uh, public service announcements? Nah. Not really at the moment. Uh, again, I think that the game on the on the 5th will be interesting and depending on what happens there depending on the scenario chosen there could be very different what we've already been doing or just be a continuation of stuff that's been like happening already yeah I like the uh, I like the uh, RP heavy sessions I always enjoy combat but um, it seems like the, the I uh, I'm at least able to put a lot more effort into my uh, my downtime with uh, role play and in between adventure stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Any anything else that we need to cover from the session? No, I know of. No. Cat, nothing. No, I got nothing. All right. Well, um, once again, guys, appreciate you doing this and. Uh, taking the time out of your day after the session to uh, come and chat with me about it. Um, we'll get this uh, uploaded. It had some uh, sound leveling issues on the on the first go around, but hopefully we've fixed some of those. Um, so everybody out there in Discord, let us know what you think of the program or what you would like to hear or have changed about it, and uh, we'll be happy to take a look at it. So, guys... Appreciate it. Enjoy your day. Good. Thank you.